Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of March. You should definitely tune in to ET Now today for the India Economic Conclave. The top leaders from India Inc and the government will be there talking about key policy measures that could well shape the course of the next decade. To the top news, International Ratings Agency Fitch Ratings has upgraded India's growth projection for the upcoming financial year to 12.8% from the earlier estimation of 11%. In its latest global economic outlook, Fitch said that India saw one of the biggest revisions in estimates, with the rebound in the second half of 2020 taking GDP back above pre-pandemic levels. But the country's GDP growth is expected to ease to 5.8% in the financial year ending March 2023, a downward revision of about 0.5 percentage points since the projection in December. Sticking with news on India's finances, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman has said that India enjoys an investment grade rating and that she does not foresee a ratings downgrade because of higher spending. Sitaraman also said that the center would transfer 30,000 crore rupees to states as goods and services tax compensation before the end of March and she announced a review of anti-dumping duties that would now come into force with an end date. India has put a temporary hold on all major exports of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine made by Serum Institute of India to meet demand at home as infections rise. That's according to a report by uh, agency Reuters that quoted two sources. The daily cases in India have surged since they hit a low point in February and in recent days have stayed above 40,000. The Central Bureau of Investigation has filed a case against Devan Housing Finance uh, promoters Kapil and Dheeraj Wadhwan for creating 2.6 lakh fake home loan accounts under the Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana. CBI has alleged that the Wadhwan brothers rooted 11,755.8 crore rupees to a fictitious company called Bandra Book Firms and claimed interest subsidy worth 1,887 crore rupees from the center on those loans. The Securities and Exchange Board of India yesterday ordered the attachment of bank accounts as well as share and mutual fund holdings of Rana Kapoor, the former managing director and chief executive officer of Yes Bank, to recover dues of over 1 crore rupees. The decision has been taken after Kapoor failed to pay the fine imposed on him. SEBI, remember, in September of 2020 had levied a fine of 1 crore rupees on Kapoor for not making disclosures regarding a transaction of Morgan Credit which was an unlisted promoter entity of Yes Bank. You know the feeling when you're driving and you get stuck at a crowded crossing, you can't make a turn and everyone around you is honking furiously. Well, magnify that by at least a thousand times. That's what's happening at the Suez Canal which connects the Red Sea and the Mediterranean Sea. A huge container ship weighing 200,000 tons has run aground in the canal near Egypt and has been blocking maritime traffic since yesterday. That passage remember is one of the busiest in the world. Dredgers are still trying to loosen the vessel before any attempt to pull it out. 
Understandably, that's having a bearing on crude oil prices and Brent crude, which had fallen dramatically a couple of days back, is now trading back above the $63 per barrel mark. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? The scare of a bigger second wave is real and markets are taking some money off the table. Good morning, Alex. We don't have a great handover to begin with. These are the important factors to note this morning. Government admits the surge in Maharashtra and Punjab are a cause of worry. Markets too are getting jittery. Metals and banks were the worst hit spaces in trade, but pharma has bucked the trend. GIS have been net buyers in this biggest fall in nearly a month. The IPO frenzy has evaporated totally in this panic sell-off and US 10-year Treasury yield is down, though still above 1.6%. Here's the global setup. A rebound in oil prices has prompted Wall Street to give up gains and end modestly in the red. The 10-year US Treasury yield dipped three basis points to 1.61%, cooling off for the third day. Concerns about new lockdown measures have kept European markets under check, ignoring a beat PMI number. And so is Asia, off to a mixed start this morning. Oil is back above $60 in US on concerns over prolonged Suez Canal crisis. Back home, there was no respite from selling as Dalal Street bulls ran for cover in this hammering. The final tally ended below 14,550 levels. We are now entering expiry day on feeble grounds with the risk of a bigger-than-feared second wave engulfing Maharashtra. A new double-mutant variant of coronavirus in some samples is adding to the panic. Charts have encountered a serious hump in the 50 DMA, which the Nifty has not been able to cross over. Such was the jitter that the measure of volatility India VIX ended sharply higher at over 22. FIIs were net sellers of shares worth close to 2,000 crore rupees, while DIIs bought shares worth 600 crore rupees, in the sell-off. The IPO frenzy, meanwhile, has evaporated totally in this panic sell-off with yesterday's debutant Anupam Rasayan ending below issue price. The dam squip could derail listing gains for Lakshmi Organic and Craftsman Automation as both these IPOs debut today. A few stocks that we should watch out for today. Ralph Speth, the former JLR CEO, has been appointed to be the chairman of TVS Motor from January 2023. That's when Venu Srinivasan takes over the role of Chairman Emeritus. Adani Green Energy has entered into a pact with Shaporji Palanji Group Company Sterling & Wilson for solar assets. Jubilant Food will introduce American fast food restaurant Popeyes in India. It is one of the largest chicken quick service restaurants in the world. Before we sign out, here's a reminder. Don't forget to tune into each now for the mega India economic conclave all day today and tomorrow. We have an all-star lineup of market veterans, Indian captains and biggest policymakers. Alex, have a great day ahead. I hand it back to you. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.